Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Duval Daily, presented by GinJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here for our first Jacksonville Jaguars game preview of the 2023 season. Your Jaguars, they kick off the preseason week one versus the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas, 5 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. We are excited to get into this preview here. Really appreciate you tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com shop if you want to support the channel further. We've got a brand new tie-dye Duval throwback available for pre-order right now through Tuesday. You can go check it out, ginjag.com shop. Getting into this Jaguars versus Cowboys preview. In the preseason, you've got three games now instead of four. The biggest thing in every preseason game and every training camp practice and every practice in every game, avoiding the I-word, avoiding injuries, unfortunately, um, is the name of the game in preseason. You see guys go down every year. You're hoping you're able to avoid any major injuries throughout the preseason. Now, some teams, they, they decide that they're going to just sit their starters for the majority of the preseason, not really have them out there, not worth the risk. The Jaguars, they are not one of those teams. We will get into that. Does a win matter in preseason? No. Quite frankly, it does not. The Jaguars were 0-3 in the preseason last year. The year the Lions had the worst record of all time, they were undefeated in the preseason. The year the Patriots, they had their undefeated season until they lost to the Giants. They were winless in the preseason. Preseason wins do not matter. But players and plays do matter, and so does discipline. You want to see a disciplined team, a team that is not committing a lot of turnovers, a team that is not committing a lot of unforced errors, a lot of penalties. You want to avoid those things in a big way. The Jaguars, as Doug Peterson told us this week, they will play their starters for a series or two. The Cowboys will probably be on the other end of the spectrum, almost exclusively backups for the Cowboys. Their head coach, Mike McCarthy, does not want to risk having the starters out there. Now, how does that impact the two teams when it comes to getting ready for the regular season? Well, it's no big surprise. The Jaguars, you would expect to come out on a little bit of a hotter start like they did in 2022, you know, starting out two and one, having one of the best point differentials in the league over the first three weeks of the season. And the Cowboys, a team that normally takes a few weeks to get it going offensively. We'll see if that's how it plays out this year. But for now, let's get into this game preview um, with no starters for the Cowboys or the majority non-starters for the Cowboys, you're going to want to see the Jags jump on them early. And that doesn't mean they have to get out to a 14-0 start or anything like that. But you want to see the starters making the plays that are there to be made. You want to see Trevor Lawrence looking sharp, obviously. Again, starters versus backups for the Jaguars versus the Cowboys early on in this game is how it's going to look. Looking at the offensive side of things, um, there's not going to be any real game planning or any strategizing for these preseason games. Uh, certainly not the way you would do normally in a regular season game where it is um, it is it is really hardcore in terms of how much you're studying your opponent, how much you're trying to figure out their strengths, their weaknesses, how much you're figuring out how how to attack 
your opponent. You're not going to see all that in the preseason. Um, usually you're looking at more basic concepts. Can you got your guys go out and execute? That's the name of the game. Can you execute your job early in preseason? That's going to be what you're looking for from these guys. Now, Anton Harrison, he is going to be a starter for the Jaguars at right tackle. Walker Little, first season that he's entering the season as a starter, obviously due to Cam Robinson's suspension, he'll be the starting left tackle. Even though they're not going to be going up against starters necessarily for the Cowboys on the edge, Anton Harrison and Walker Little, they will be challenged because the Cowboys have great depth up front on their defensive line, especially with their edge group. So you're going to see guys that have experience rushing the passer going up against Anton Harrison and Walker Little. Now, Walker Little has experience playing in the NFL, but Anton Harrison, a rookie right tackle, he does not. And he doesn't have a ton of experience playing right tackle, quite frankly. Most of his experience at right tackle has come throughout Jaguars offseason and training camp where they've been playing him exclusively at right tackle. So it will be a challenge for Anton Harrison. Will he be up to it? He, um, according to Doug Peterson, might get even more playing time than the rest of the starters because you want to get him acclimated to that right tackle position to playing in the NFL. So Anton Harrison, big, big task for him. Now, Trevor Lawrence. We mentioned he's probably going to suit up for a series or two for the Jaguars. He and his top three, four receivers, you know, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley making his Jaguars debut, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram. If they're playing against backups for the Cowboys on defense, you want to see them find the end zone in limited action. You want to see them move the ball down the field and do it with efficiency. I think that's what you're looking for from the Jaguars starters when you're looking at quarterback and the receiving talent that the Jaguars have. Um, If Mozzie Smith plays in this one, he's a rookie. I imagine he will play for the Dallas Cowboys, a nose tackle who is an absolute monster, a behemoth in the middle. Can Luke Fortner and Blake Hans hold up? I think Brandon Sheriff will be all right out there uh, while he's out there. But Luke Fortner, a center going into his second year, he was overpowered at times in 2022. He has added strength to his frame. And then Blake Hans, he's in the starting lineup due to Tyler Shatley dealing with the AFib situation, working his way back. And Ben Barch also uh, working his way back from a knee injury sustained in week five of the 2022 season. So Blake Hans, the starting left guard for the Jaguars, how is he going to hold up if he's going up against some of these big boys in the middle for the Dallas Cowboys, especially Mozzie Smith? Now, Looking at their running backs, obviously, Travis Etienne was injured in the preseason a couple years ago. Not sure how much you're going to see of him, but you should get a nice healthy dose of Tank Bigsby, a rookie for the Jaguars, third-round pick, a guy who I had a second-round grade on. I think what you've seen from him in camp so far definitely suggests he can be a starting running back in this league. Not that he will be a starter over Travis Etienne, but that he can complement him in a big way. He's got strength. He's got power. He's also got creativity, the ability to cut in and out of holes, make defenders miss. I think he's going to be a really fun back. We'll see how much we see Tank Bigsby in preseason week one. But you'll also be looking at Jamichael Hasty and Dearness Johnson. I think both of those guys are looking like they're going to make the roster right now. But Snoop Connor, the Jaguars drafted last year on day three. He's a guy fighting for a roster spot. So is Kadri Allison. You'll see how these backs look. I think the Jaguars have a really good running back room. I think that they should perform at a high level as long as the line in front of them does the job. Which young wide receivers will stand out? Uh, Obviously, you've got your top three to four locked in with um, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Jamal Agnew. Is, Is Parker Washington a lock? The Jaguars' day three pick at wide receiver this year in 2023. I think he is, but we'll see how it looks out there. You're going to have Kevin Austin competing for the roster. 
Tim Jones, the guy who was on the roster last year at the back end as their sixth wide receiver. Elijah Cooks, an undrafted free agent this year out of San Jose State, has made a big impression on me and the coaching staff so far in training camp. Seth Williams, the second-year player out of Auburn, has looked really good. And, of course, as I mentioned, Parker Washington, a lot of guys to keep an eye on. We'll see who's locked in for this one for the Jaguars on the offensive side of the ball with those receivers. I think, like I said, expect a little bit of Trevor Lawrence, a series or two. Probably C.J. Beathard, another two series, maybe three, maybe get him to halftime. And then you're going to see a whole lot of Nathan Rourke, a guy who is a CFL legend. Um, He has not been legendary in training camp for the Jaguars when it comes to throwing the football, but you have seen his legs on display a lot. I think you're going to see a lot of running from him, a lot of Uh, RPO, a lot of getting him out of the pocket, on the move, trying to create with his legs and do some things outside of structure. I just hope he gives the receivers that are competing for a roster spot a chance. And I think for the most part, he has given them a chance throughout training camp, but you have seen him put the ball in harm's way. I think you could definitely expect to see um, an an interception or at least a turnover-worthy throw from Nathan Rourke in this one. We'll see how it plays out, but I do expect him to get on the move and do some things with his legs. Looking at the tight ends outside of Evan Ingram, You're probably going to see a lot of Garrett Prince, Brenton Strange. Um, I think they've both been great throughout training camp. And then you'll probably see plenty of Josh Peterson as well, Doug Peterson's son. Probably no Samus Reyes because he is in concussion protocol unless he's cleared um, prior to Prior to Saturday, I don't think you're going to see him out there. And then switching sides of the ball to the defense, uh, probably no Tyson Campbell or Yasir Abdullah, both of those guys dealing with concussion protocol. Tyson Campbell was full in practice on Thursday, but still in concussion protocol, so I don't think you'll see him out there. Yasir Abdullah, Jaguars rookie edge rusher. He's got a lot of speed, got a lot of exciting juice that he can bring off the edge. He's in concussion protocol. Will he be able to suit up? I doubt it. He's a guy that the Jaguars are going to want to rely on at some point in a specific role in 2023 as a rotational edge rusher. And if he doesn't able, if he is not able to suit up, obviously it puts him behind the eight ball a little bit. Is a guy who's trying to race to maturity. Gus Bradley's old favorite phrase. A guy who the Jaguars want to be able to rely on down the stretch in 2023. But these are really valuable reps. Hopefully he he'll be able to get back in preseason week two and preseason week three and get those valuable in game reps that are that are just really important for rookies, especially rookies. Um, Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba that you're going to rely on. Now, looking at Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker, I expect them both to play. They've both been healthy. The Jaguars, they've said they're going to play their starters. I want them to be living in the backfield in passing situations. The Jags do not have a ton of depth behind them, or at least a ton of quality depth behind them. You know, Dewan Smoot will not be available until probably October is what it's looking like for Smoot coming off the Achilles in December. Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen, they need to be able to take advantage of a backup offensive line for the Dallas Cowboys. Josh Allen was very good in 2022, one of the leading pressure getters and quarterback hit uh, leaders in 2022. Trayvon Walker going into year two, the the first round pick for the Jaguars, the first overall pick in the NFL. 
in 2022. He needs to take a big step forward. He's at a big training camp, in my opinion, but need to take it to the field against the Dallas Cowboys in preseason week one and show that this Jaguars pass rush has some juice. And speaking of the the depth in the Jaguars pass rush room, Calevon Chason, Deshaun Dixon, who's playing interior and outside, Jordan Smith. Uh, can these guys create some pressure here? You know, beyond Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker, can they create edge pressure? You're going to want to see that from them uh, if they're able to do that in preseason week one. The Jaguars on defense, their emphasis is forcing turnovers, and they're also really focused in 2023 on being a better tackling team. They struggled to tackle last year. Overall, I think it was a decent tackling team but there were some specific individuals who really struggled with their tackle percentage and that was Devin Lloyd and Rayshon Jenkins I think both of those guys need to show that they are more fundamentally sound in their tackling and the Jaguars uh, defensive coordinator Mike Caldwell he wants the entire team to just rally to the football a little bit better you know multiple guys trying to bring down the ball carrier are you going to see that in preseason week one Malik Davis and Deuce Vaughn two talented uh runners that are kind of tough to get get a hand get hands on with their ability to uh, make you miss in space I'm really excited to see Deuce Vaughn out there for the Dallas Cowboys one of the more diminutive runners you will ever see maybe the most diminutive runner to ever enter the NFL but a really fun young player I think the Jaguars are going to have their hands full stopping those two backs is there interior pressure once the starters leave. You know, I think Roy Robertson-Harris, Devon Hamilton, Foley, Fatu, Kasi, they've shown what they can do. Uh, can Tyler Lacey, Adam Gotsis, Raymond Bohasik, you know, Jeremiah Ledbetter, can some of these guys get some interior penetration? You've seen Gotsis do it in the past, but it's really more of a question about Tyler Lacey, Bohasik, and Ledbetter, who have all shown signs of being able to do that in training camp, but you want to take that to the to the field against the Dallas Cowboys here in preseason week one. Looking at the linebackers, obviously you've got Foyer, Devin, Chad, your top three there, but I think you'll get plenty of Shaquille Quarterman, Ventrell Miller, the rookie, out of Florida, and also Caleb Johnson, a guy who they really like, who who has um, been a quality linebacker for them throughout training camp and especially on special teams. I think one of those three guys, Shaq Quarterman, Ventrell Miller, Caleb Johnson, will get an interception in this game. That's a little bold prediction there for you in this one. But I think you'll see plenty of those guys racking up tackles in this one for the Jaguars. Um, on the third level at safety, you want to see a lot of Antonio Johnson. This is a guy that has a lot of hype, a guy that the Jaguars snagged in day three. A lot of people view him as the steal of the draft, you know, a player that I think should have been drafted on day two. How does he look? Where does he align? Do you see him at nickel? Do you see him at strong safety? How's it looking out there for Antonio Johnson? Who's lining up where and when uh, after the starters leave at cornerback, right? And if, obviously, if there's no Tyson Campbell, I think you will see uh, Buster Brown probably opposite Darius Williams in the starting lineup. I think it would either be Buster Brown or Tavon Campbell, um, but uh, you're, you're going to see Greg Jr. probably in the slot quite a bit. How does he look backing up Trey Herndon? You want Greg Jr. to be able to um, carve out a role at some point for the Jaguars because he has athleticism. He has skills that Trey Herndon simply does not have. Now, Trey Herndon has experience. He has um, um, the right stuff when it comes to defending the run and playing smart football. He's just not as athletic as Greg Jr. So I think if, if Greg Jr. was able to show that he can play the run well, that he can be fun fundamentally sound in zone coverage and be able to be a little bit more sticky in man coverage, maybe he carves out a role at some point. 
Like I said, I think Buster Brown could be your third outside corner. I think it's between him and Tavon Campbell, you know, behind Tyson and and Darius there. Christian Braswell, he's back. He was missing missing a lot of um, the team portion of practice for a couple weeks there, but he's back. The Jaguars' late-round pick in 2023 at corner. I think you'll see him more outside if he's able to play in this game. Eric Hallett, a guy who can play safety, who can play nickel for you as well. I think he's made a lot of plays on the ball throughout training camp. Chris Claybrooks had one of the best interceptions you'll ever ever see a couple days ago um, on Wednesday, I believe it was. So I think you've got some competition on the back end. Do any of these guys rise to the challenge and kind of stand out uh, amongst the rest? So we'll see how that plays out. Again, I do expect it to be Buster Brown starting opposite Darius Williams, but it could also be Tavon Campbell. We'll see how that plays out. And then Trey Herndon in the slot for the Jaguars starters. Ultimately, the weakest points of the Jaguars defense in 2022 ended up being an inability for the linebackers to cover outside of Wea Luikan, who was very good in coverage overall for the Jaguars, especially down the stretch. But Devin Lloyd, Chad Muma, they struggled when they were in coverage last year. Obviously, going into year two, you should be more familiar with your own scheme. You should be more familiar with how opponents are trying to attack you and manipulate you. Devin Lloyd and Chad Muma need to show improvement in that area. I think they have throughout training camp but again as I've said over and over again take it to the playing field in preseason week one against the Dallas Cowboys can you have positive impacts from those guys in coverage and can you get better play out of your slot Um, we'll see how that plays out now looking at special teams I think who performs and kick and punt coverage is going to be huge uh, for some guys that are fighting for the back of the roster because not only does your ability, if you're an offensive player and defensive player, to make an impact on your side of the ball um, really help your chances of making the, the back end of the roster, but you're going to have to be a special teams playmaker. If you're a back of the roster guy at wide receiver, at linebacker, at safety, you know, at running back, all these different positions, you're going to have to be able to make an impact. Who's going to be able to do that in preseason week one and get a leg up? Speaking of a leg up, does Brandon McManus kick in this one? I think he will, considering the starters are supposed to play. How will that go? I think he's been mostly very good throughout training camp. Um, obviously a long history of making a lot of kicks, a lot of long kicks for the Denver Broncos. We'll see how it plays out for, for Brandon McManus and obviously the backup kicker as well. You want to see plenty of Parker Washington as a returner, as a punt returner and a kick returner. See how he does. Can he be that backup to Jamal Agnew that you're looking for in case there's any sort of injury situation with Agnew at any point in the season? Can he be a guy that can not only be relied upon, but potentially get some splash plays for you in the return game? We'll see how that plays out. But that will do it again. Biggest thing is you want to avoid the I word. You want to see a team that looks disciplined and you want to see your starters be able to jump on the Cowboys backups a little bit uh, because quite, quite frankly, that's what they should do. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, check out ginjag.com slash shop, pick up some new Duval gear. You can also follow me on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. If you're looking for a place to watch the game tomorrow, check out our Instagram. I'm going to be doing a live pre and halftime uh, analysis at the we are duval launch party out at the beach go check it out on our instagram generation jaguar again thank you so much for tuning in and have a good one everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.